Hey there, folks. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits American and British comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. Well, I mean, so far, U.S. is winning. Last night, we had the uh, reimagining of Dirty Dancing on ABC. Oh, goodness. Did you happen to see it? I did not. Has anyone in America watched network television? If if you've seen seen Dirty Dancing and you're like, I want every element of this to be exactly the same, but dumber, that would have been that would have been it. So it was dumber. Yeah, it was the original. It was significantly dumber. It was like, hey, nobody uh, puts baby over there. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like they just didn't even bother. Uh, The the big final song was uh, "I've Had uh, Fun." It was just stupid. It was the perfect dirty dancing for our particular moment in American (laughs) Oh, I felt this way a few times before. Yes, I swear, but not with curse words, because we're on ABC. Why couldn't you have written it? I would have watched that. I would have watched that. That was the dirty dancing this country deserves. You're listening to International Waters. For the country whose flag is red, white, and blue, but it's not America or any one of the other 36 countries with flags those colors. <laughs> From the IT crowd, murder and successful and ostentatious, it's Rachel Paris. Welcome back, Rachel. Hi, nice to be back. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm hot and sweaty because for once in our godforsaken lives, London is hot. Mm. The city isn't ready, right? Love There's that. like no proper ventilation. No one's yeah. ready. The trains have shut down. Everyone's crying. No one knows what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do the thing where you take the take the lid off the the fire hydrant and, and dance in the spray of water? Yes, I have done that. I or is that just that, yes. in a fictionalized New York that I've created? Yes. <laughs> no, that that's happening now. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back. Also playing for the UK from the Weirdos Comedy Collective and Judge Rinder, Jaws Norris. Hi, thanks for having me. Did I say any of those words correctly? Yeah, that yeah, they all sound they all came out great. Well done. Well done. Okay, good. What's Jaws short for? Uh, it's short for Josiah. But uh, people people get confused and don't know what that is, so I, I I cut it short and then I put a Z in it just to make it easier. We okay. ruined Josiah as a name. Yeah, Can you yeah, kindly yeah, state yeah. your name for us again? J- uh, my name's Josiah Norris. That's what's on my passport. Listen to how great but, uh, that is. Yeah. Josiah? What have we yeah. done to your name? Yeah. Never let anyone from America use your name. Jaws is way better. We can say that. No, are there no Josiahs no, it's a great, in America? It's a great... that's, not a, that's not a thing that you guys have, have got. Oh, there are lots. Oh, we we just say it Josiah. There's something Sorry. so l- l- oh, inadequate right. about how we say it. <laughs> right. Well, you, you're welcome to try and spread it around if you reckon there's going to gain I any traction. I was looking forward to this, and I, it, already I'm not disappointed. You've oh, made yeah. a, a good name better. Great. Fun fact, one of our U.S. guests asked me about a guy named Jesse Camp, who I do get asked about every single day of my life, and that's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm you've got sorry. to check the box for today. I but his, his actual real name is Josiah. Really? Oh. Yes, it's true. <laughs> That's, I'm so sorry that you have to carry I'm, around I, trivia. About I, I, I that did guy. feel bad as I was it's asking okay. you. I was no, like, you, you, you there was a, a, a handful of, of my friends were like, just ask him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Everybody Your has to. You're doing yeah. you wrong. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. yeah. But they were fans. They're fans. Oh, that's nice. Say hi for me. I will. (laughs) Give them the answer. Tell them never to ask again. Uh, Team UK, I need you to come up right now with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your great nation at this moment in time. What do you think, Jaws? I I feel like uh, like TBC 
is the only <laughs> word that really sums up how people feel at the moment. I feel like you've to be to be to be confirmed. I feel like we're recording this in oh. the middle of a very oh. because a of very the, odd time because of the election. Oh, yeah, we've got yeah. Well, so, we have absolutely when is the no election good again? choices. It's on the eighth mm-hmm. of June. Is that yeah, true? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like nobody really knows what it means to be to be British at the moment. We're all sort of waiting. I'd be on board with that. We have okay. no good options. Or um, so, maybe just um. I think um will be hard to shout in with. Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're Let's right. go for TBC. Okay. TBC. It's got some hard consonant sounds in it. Yeah. Yep. It's forceful. I like it. Mm-hmm. TBC. Great. Playing for the nation whose collective sexuality is best described now as that video where Spider-Man danced uh, while dressed as Rihanna. God, that was beautiful. <laughs> From her weekly show, Crab Apples at the Hollywood Improv, Caitlin Gill. Oh, hello. Hi, Ms. Hey, Caitlin that's Gill. That's me. I am Caitlin Gill. How are you? I'm doing so well. Mm-hmm. What's your shirt say? My shirt is, oh, this is the uh, from the Museum of the Weird Ooh. in Austin, Texas. Cool. If you that's find yourself sure in Austin, best 12 bucks you're going to spend there. Go yeah. look at the, man, they have the Iceman there. That's a man who's encased in nice. Okay. Uh, they have uh, lots of Bigfoots, replicas, of course. They have oh. some. They have so many two-headed and one-eyed animals. It's a Great. lot. They're not alive, but you can see them stuffed. It's Great. pretty exciting. A guy is a human collector, conductor of electricity. He can just grab a wire and then shock you with it. He can put it on his tongue and it sparks. It's pretty crazy. You get to meet okay. him. Aren't we all yeah, get, kind of? Human? He's going to live for about one more year. So hurry up. Yeah, right, I was going to yeah. say like we all can do that. Yeah. yeah, but we can't do it with a live wire in our mouth. That's true. Yeah, yeah, we we. You could do it once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, Caitlin. Also for the U.S., he has appeared on Conan. He asked me about Jesse Camp, and I'm okay with it. I'm, yeah, I don't I'm think okay you are. That's with the it. third time you brought that up. So. <laughs> no, really, I'm fine with it. It's Billy Wayne Davis. Hey, everybody. Hi, Billy Wayne. Hi. How are you? I'm well. Good. I'm really well. Pumping some coffee. I'm, yes, everything's good. Everything's it's good. good. It's, this is a nice part of town. It is. It it's is. an interesting part of town. It sure is. I think yeah. so. God knows what kind of deals are going on. It's that one of those parts of L.A. when you come down here, you're always like, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Langer's right around the corner. Oh, well, we I shouldn't love, give away our exact location. Yeah. For, you know, the super fans might show up. Uh, Team U.S., what's your buzz-in word? This is uh, a tense moment I for us as well. I was thinking oligarchy. I like that. Oh, yeah. I was thinking oops. Yeah, but yeah. I I don't Both think it was an oops. I think it was it was well designed. Oh, you're right. You're was, right. Oops. Yeah, I think yeah. it's an oligarchy. Oops, yeah. we did oligarchy again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Oops versus TBC. Oh, Let's get orb. into it. What orb was supposed to be my word? Orb. orb. We are all now controlled by the orb. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty orb sure that that or was oligarchy. The... Orb. Well, maybe the oligarchy, like the orb's central power, like that just is extended. That that photo was something the fucking. How about just orb. say O? Yeah. Oh, I like O. Oh, yeah. let's go O. O that's... versus CBC. I like that. That's very like that British. Yeah. That's a very British response, actually. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. It's a. Uh, it's also a little. Uh, it's. It's not. It's kind of a cousin to the uh, Audrey from Coronation Street. Mm. <laughs> oh my god! What? Thank you for referencing Coronation Street. And and Lord Lord oh, do you, uh, do you not know it's my favorite show? I'm a huge fan. No, I didn't know. And we didn't oh, have I'm it so for the glad. last year. It went off Hulu about a year ago, but now it's part of BritBox. So for just six <laughs> bucks a month, I can watch it. What else is yep. on BritBox? Uh, well, your EastEnders, your Holby right. City, your uh, your Emmerdale. Uh, all oh, kinds of greatest. procedurals that I can't tell apart from one another. Oh, you've got uh, all of the great fabulous there. Monty Python, all kinds of good shit. Wow, amazing! Okay. But let's get into the show because I could literally talk about that for an hour, and we should. <laughs> uh, we're going to start it with a little pop culture warm up. We like to call "What's the Story." You'll be awarded two points for correct answers, one point for answers that are wrong but funny. If you don't know what I mean by wrong but funny, imagine a forty-six-year-old American man sitting on his couch watching three episodes of Coronation Street in a row. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's uh, pretty funny. It's not wrong. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're absolutely right. Not Thank wrong. you. Thank you. You're rising in my estimation, Billy Wayne Davis. Uh, Buzz in with your buzz in words when you know the answer. Question number one, Green Living News 
employees at a once upon a child resale clothing shop in Minneapolis, first of all, didn't do their job and rename their store. Uh, but also, they were surprised to discover what other items had been donated among a pile of children's clothes. Oh. Yeah. Was it marijuana? It was marijuana. Oh, good job. <laughs> wow. I was going to guess sex toys. Now I feel really yeah, bad. I think I yeah. saw the, I read too much. Okay. No, there's no such thing as reading <laughs> too much. That's a very American statement. There's such a thing as not reading enough. Yeah, and that's I would how be we're more all... famous if I let, read less. <laughs> more than 100 grams of weed were found uh, divided up in dozens of individual plastic bags hidden among the clothes. Uh, the local police department posted a photo of the surprise donation online, along with an invitation for the owner to come back and claim their property. <laughs> which, weirdly enough, did not happen. Oh. Come get your weed and your felony charge. It's nice did that they, they were in individual little bags. It's sort of like party bags for yeah. the children. Did they sell yeah. it all afterwards? Yeah, like night? something that would fall out of a pinata. It was the best nap time all year. Yeah. Oh, Let me tell you, those so carpet good. squares, they were so connected. Just all, all the teachers are like, this has been a great day. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a great day. Snack time goes on for a very long time. Uh, question number two, versatile vegetable news. This ought to be good. Uh, a farmer in Wales this week grew a record-breakingly hot chili. Mike Smith said it was a complete accident, which must make him the clumsiest man alive. The Dragon's Breath Chili looks set to unseat previous record holder the Carolina Reaper, which is also a nickname for uh, Pat McCrory, uh, with its heat of 2.48 million Scovilles. That's very hot, I guess. It's uh, a lot of Scovilles. That's very hot. Scientists from Nottingham Trent University have found a surprising use for the chili. What is it? Is it, is it pain relief? Is it capsaicin? It's pain relief. Yes. Yeah. The chili has potential as uh, science, baby. Yeah, Yeah, you just uh, you put it on the skin; it numbs the pain receptors. Oh, you don't need it. Is that by uh, by by causing enough sort of pain elsewhere that it's distracted you from from what initially caused the problem? Right. Yeah. Like while I when I pinch my other arm when I'm getting a a shot. Yeah. Then you go. Oh, now my arm feels fine. Yeah. It really is capsaicin. It's an all pepper, and you can buy it in your drugstore. Only it's not Carolina. It's not Carolina Reaper. So huh. our theme so far in the show is plants as anesthetic. I like it. Good plan. <laughs> it's a strong That's how theme. I live my life. Uh. All right, for a bonus point, tell me the craziest, most upsetting, or most beautiful experience you've had with very spicy food. Okay? Oh. T- TBC, just, just to buzz yeah. in. I'd, uh, to my shame, we'd, we just had a sort of a tech issue, and we spent the whole time talking about how we were going to try and think of a great spice anecdote to come in and win this for our team. And, and we realized that yeah. neither of us have done anything adventurous with spice Ever. All, all we could think of was a series of quite British yeah, quite, spice punchlines. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like now, that's what I that's call a spice rack. Yeah, which was our favourite. <laughs> oh yeah, but I, d- I don't think I don't think the lack of a story is enough to win the point for us, is it? Well, we really hoped. Let's find out. Team US, you got anything? Yes, um, Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville. They have chicken wings that are like pretty hot, mm-hmm. but they taste really good. Yeah. But the next day, whatever spice they put them, it burns your actual butthole yeah <laughs> like it doesn't like it's like it hurts not metaphoric like, but literally like, like literally sin, yeah there's like a burning hurts. but you put yeah. it in your Where, mouth like, right yeah you eat the food in your mouth right, and, and it's just when it, how, when it gets there yes it's like the next day you're like when, when you eat them you're like these are really good and then the next day you're like something is wrong with me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was like you can't mess with them i don't like that experience caitlin i'm gonna plug spicy news go look what for it that? on youtube it is a ridiculous show that they tape in portland where you eat uh, a ghost pepper and then you read news headlines oh. so it they they you they, you are filmed eating a pepper uh and as your mouth is bleeding drool? I don't know any other way to describe what happens to your mouth when you yeah. do that. You have to read news headlines. What's a ghost okay. uh, Spicy interviews, too. Ghost peppers are like one of the hottest peppers. Sorry. Wow. Where you, did you, yeah. They yeah. are They're Yeah. They're, there. they're Yeah. You don't 
You don't want to like it, it would. You don't want to have. You don't want to meet a ghost pepper in a dark alley. I, you know what right. I mean? Like they they will they will fuck you up. I ate a ha- I did spicy interviews and I ate a habanero uh, and uh, I feel like tears came out of my nose. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm giving the points to Team UK because I think theoretical spice experiences. Yeah. I've, I've, I've remembered ones. an anecdote. I've just remembered a spice anecdote. Ooh. Shall oh, I, shall give I try it? To it? Me. Yeah, why not? I, d- I I did an advert two years ago for Two Borg beer, uh, and one of the scenes in it required the the lead actress to eat a uh, a spicy pepper and win a pepper eating competition. And uh, a guy's entire job on the advert was to go and acquire non-spicy peppers so that we could film it again and again. Uh, and he bought the wrong one, and she ended up having to eat. I think it was habaneros. Uh, she had to eat about eight in twenty minutes. Oh later. my god! And I think the uh. I think the guy lost his job. I think that's I think there's a <laughs> yeah. sad ending. Yeah, I think he should. The lead yeah. actress yeah. just sort of got got quite sick because she'd had to eat all yeah. this stuff. And I think the guy who was sent out to get peppers uh, got a, got a severe dressing down for it. And I just stood at the mm-hmm. side and had a lovely time watching. This is so yeah. easy. <laughs> a lot of burned assholes. Well, this. he did not do his job. No, no. that's not. No. His, yeah. No, no. The opposite also, of his that's job. your only job. Yeah. yeah. And you're not going to find another one of those jobs. No. You should have worked harder. You're the go get chilies guy. How yeah. many times do you think that's going to come up? It's a up? specific enough job that you'd think you'd have you'd have done the basic prep to, think you'd to make sure you're, you're qualified for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All the points. To Team UK. Yay. Let's move on wow. to question number three. Bummer movie season news. Uh, that ongoing franchise that nobody asked for, Pirates of the Caribbean, is back for yet another sequel, promising to be the final chapter in a book that really only needed the first chapter. Uh, the internet exploded in taunts, though, when what actor, quote-unquote actor, was uh, revealed to be listed among the featured cast? Um, uh, TBC! Yeah. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, that is correct. You know him from Wings. And he has been seen in posters dressed up in a pirate costume from the movie or a Halloween costume you just happen to wake up in because he's Paul McCartney. You can do uh, whatever you want if you're you're Paul McCartney. Well done. Are you going to see the movie, UK? Uh, No, I don't think so. I lost interest after three. I've seen the picture though of Paul McCartney, and he doesn't—he doesn't look like a character. And I don't know whether it's just because you're too familiar with him being Paul McCartney, or whether there's something fundamental about his face. But he just looks like Paul McCartney wearing a fake beard. Do you think he naturally looks like a pirate? Maybe. Or I think he just looks too much like a like 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 a beetle. And you go, that's (laughs) yeah. We know him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, he's real famous. Yeah. We just don't need this, Paul. We don't need it, and you don't need it. So why are you doing it? Well, Keith Richards did it. It made sense. Yes. Yeah, yes. it makes sense. sense. I think they just showed up at Keith Richards' house and taped it there. Like yeah. he didn't have to do anything different. He right. arrived yeah, he's got in that costume. Place down right. in Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have is they Johnny got Depp um, not Keira yeah. Knightley in this one? Someone else. Keira Knightley's in it. Oh, is she? But only for like a minute. Oh, fair apparently. enough. Even she drew the line up. Yeah. Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't have. She's got all that money too now. Yeah. Because everybody's fine. She's everybody's like interesting. Natalie Portman is who Keira Knightley is. Maybe McCartney's going through a rough patch. Exactly right. I don't want to talk about this anymore, guys. I'm getting annoyed. <laughs> but for a bonus point, hashtag Briny Beatles. Give us your best mashup of Pirates and the Fab Four, like back in the USSR. Do you get it? Uh, <laughs> I got it. Or uh, Paul, George, Ringo, and Long John. Uh, uh, anybody? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can see uh, uh, Blackbeard. Just the song Blackbeard. Blackbeard singing in the dead of night. Oh, I nice. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Blackbeard fly. I, I had like Captain that. Hook's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yoko want a cracker? Okay. Yeah. You know. Why not? Um, I like that. Pieces okay. of pieces of eight days a week. Lovely. Okay. I like <laughs> that's that. a good one. That's that's very good. That'll that's yeah. That um, satisfies me. Eleanor Rigging B. <laughs> Ele- like Rigging. <Sure. laughs> Two points for that. I like that. 
When you yeah. have to explain them afterwards, you know you've, you've, you've come up with a good one. Um, what about Norwegian wooden leg? Great, yeah. I thought fixing a hole but in the side of my boat. <laughs> That's something you're going to need to do in the, in the pirate world. You're going to need to fix, of course. fix things. Yeah. Can't have that hole there. I, I want to hold you your, hostage. I want to walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, yes. I think some of them you don't need to change too much because there's there's a Beatles song called "Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except for Me and My Monkey," and I reckon that is something a pirate might go around saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the kind of pirate you would be. Yeah, yeah. I just go around saying, uh, just reciting Beatles titles for fun. All right, round one is over. Round one is over, guys, and the scores are being tabulated as we speak. UK's got eight. The US has six. Oh, it's very close. It's very close. It's a nail batter, guys. Yeah. We'll be right back with round two after this. Do you love books? Want to get more out of all that reading you do? I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. Join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, where we help you read better. Reading Glasses is a show about book culture, teaching you how to enhance your literary life and solve your bookish problems, like how do you get out of a reading slump? What's the best book light to use in bed while your partner is trying to sleep? Where do you hide the bodies of the people who talk while you're trying to read? In the basement of my apartment building. Ooh, that's a good place. Let Bria and I improve your reading life every Thursday on Reading Glasses, Maximum Fun's new culture podcast. Learn how to read better. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. of A are Caitlin Gill and Billy Wayne Davis. Playing for the United Kingdom, Rachel Paris and Jaws Norris. Hi. Hi. All right, now it's time for a round recalling Everyone Hates Clip Shows. This is... The 100th episode of International Waters. How about that? Congratulations. Congratulations. I've only been around for like 70-something of them. but It's our 100th episode. We're very proud of it. Uh, We might not be able to sell the podcast into syndication. We're certainly trying. But our writers decided it was a perfect opportunity to coast on our past successes. So this round will feature questions that have previously been asked during our multi-year run. There is no need to buzz in for this round. The questions will be asked directly. Team UK, we're going to start with you. This question came from our 25th episode with British guests Nick Duty and Susan Murray yeah. from around about nostalgia-fueled children's shows. Here is the question from a younger me. This mixture of live action and animation starred WWF Hall of Famer Captain Lou Albano. This is just for the UK okay. because I'm sure, Matt, you know this. Now, this might sound easy, but I'm going to need the <laughs> full and complete name of this show. Let's hear the clip. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. All right. Please, I mean, that, please, please, please stop it. That's that sounds. That sounded like it sounded like, like the Mario theme tune. Yeah, the Mario theme Mario? tune, but with vocals. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I wanted you to get the uh, the name of the, the show exactly, but you're not going to. And the, I'm feeling generous today because we're all going through a difficult time. That was the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Right. Oh, Ran weekdays. I didn't know there was a show. There was a show from 1989 oh. to 1991. It was basically a half-hour Nintendo commercial that uh, kids would wake up really early to watch. Oh, wow. Is it as good as the Bob Hoskins film? Uh, better, maybe, oh, if you can imagine that. Wow. Man, I love that terrible better movie. Better, because there was more of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, points to you, Team UK, because I'm feeling generous. Uh, bonus points, though, for Team US, if you can sing the lyrics from the rap version of the Mario Brothers theme <laughs> Oh, song. please. No. 
Can't do it. No? I can't do it. Do I'm so mad at myself make right now. one up, maybe? Oh, I don't think it's appropriate that I make up any raps. No, and with my accent, there's no way I should that's do That's true. Let's not, that's not culturally appropriate. Yeah, that's not. Let's not culturally appropriate slash annoy me further. <laughs> yes. uh, okay, question number two is for you, Team US. Uh, here's a question from the same episode, again, about a children's show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was mm-hmm. originally asked of Brandy Posey and Matt Knudsen. Oh, so you're, what's you're in great, like you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're walking in the, in the footsteps of giants. Uh, okay. U.S., uh, before we go on, we know it's very fashionable to look at old TV shows and say, yeah, that was a little bit creepy, but I defy you jaded hipsters to find anything at all that is off about this next clip. There's a room at the back of his shop that's very dusty and full of cobwebs. The floor is covered with boxes and tea chests. There are shelves along the walls and the shoe man that keeps all the forgotten shoes and boots in here. There are shoes and boots everywhere. Some have been here for years. This room has a very special secret, and only one person knows it. Who do you think that person could be? No, it's not the shoe mender. The only person who knows the secret is me. Can you keep a secret? Can you? Promise. (laughs) (laughs) You know what is the secret? Of that special room? I wish you could see Jos Norris's face right now. The amount of nostalgia that he's experiencing. It looks like he's having a heart attack from nostalgia. (laughs) I'm having a very opposite experience. uh, I've got 9-1 dialed on my phone and I'm just waiting to add that third one. What's the special secret (laughs) of the room full of shoes and boots? That you're going to need therapy? They're dead people's (laughs) shoes and boots. Caitlin, you want to take a guess? I don't. I I feel like you should find a grown-up. That mm-hmm. that seems to be the, the secret is it that was... no one should ask you to keep a secret. Yeah, That's... you can only call that a molesty-sounding voice. It's what so was the molesty. Secret? I have no idea what that. I well, don't know the secret... what that is. Oh, Jaws, you're dying to. Yeah, Jaws, they, what is they, it? They, they come alive. They come alive. They come alive. The shoes oh. from the shoe people, isn't it? I mean, shoe people. The what shoe. the hell what was the shoe people? It was what was shoe people great about? show where it, they know, named I... that right before lunch. Yeah. It was eleven fifty nine. It's shoe people. Uh, Let's get out of here. Chinese. Seems like a simpler yeah. time to pitch a show. Sandwiches <laughs> have just been delivered. Don't commission anything then. I don't even remember this show, and even I what can hear that this people? sounds like a parody of British TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was real. There was a there was an old brown brogue who had a thick moustache, and he was a sort of a like a British major or colonel type figure. Yeah. And there was a policeman shoe. I think he was a black brogue, and they really tried to mine the personalities of each individual wow. shoe. Was go, it live would... action? Was it animated? What was it? Was, it? <laughs> yeah, it was live action. Yeah, they just okay. No, it was it was, uh, it was a cartoon animated show. It's great fun. Really loved it. Oh, wow. okay. I was I thought you were being serious. <laughs> no, so, it was. It was <laughs> no, I want to see the live action shoe show <laughs> for a <laughs> bonus point. Josiah, Stop motion for a bonus yes. point. Uh, sing me the theme song. Oh. Of do you know what? I mean, until you played that little intro just then, I had pretty much forgotten that that show existed. So now I'm really coasting on just little fumes of let me, memories. Let me rephrase then. Josiah, more... for a bonus point, make up a theme song for shoe people because I'm never going to know any better. In the in the back room, shoes come alive. Take them out of the shelf, put them on your feet. They'll have feelings. Shoe people. 
Got a I dude. love it. I love it. It's good team I effort. I can't UK. wait. I'd buy that on vinyl. I would. Take that show <laughs> over. Warmer sound. Hear some popping. Make it our own. All right, Team UK. Yeah, definitely bonus point to you. Team UK, this next question is for you. It comes from episode 50 where it was first asked to uh, Helen Zaltzman and Arnab Chanda huh. in a round that was itself celebrating the 10-year anniversary of YouTube. <laughs> uh, question number two is for Team UK. We're going to play you a tune. Tell us who is playing it. Okay. <laughs> Team UK, who was that? I don't know, but our producer's trying to give us a clue by doing an... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. By doing so what? Cute. I can't see the clue from where I'm sitting, so am I, I, I remain... Um, I've got my integrity still. Was it a cat? It was a cat. It um, was a cat. I know I that so there was tampering. I know there was tampering from the UK, but that's okay. I was doing the dance in the studio. Yeah, I had true. my stiff arms playing the piano. You have uh-huh. it, yeah. That's, God, I can see that video vividly. Was I it, was, was it, saw was it a million times. It was Keyboard Cat. Keyboard, keyboard cat. cat. It was Keyboard Cat, also known as Fatso the Cat. Uh, a terrible name, but very appropriate. Keyboard Cat hit the YouTube in uh, 2007, although it was originally filmed in 1984, and it became sort of a meme, like uh, the Sandman at uh, Showtime at the Apollo. Like, Keyboard Cat signals that your time is up in whatever dumb internet flame war. They didn't even have digital film in 1984, did they? So somebody used no, a celluloid was... camera to film their cat on a keyboard. Yeah, that was shot on VHS. It was Oh, yeah, of course. Wow. Transferred later. Yeah. So, okay, does anyone remember <laughs> keyboard catting being a thing, or is it just something you recognize from ironic t-shirts at this point? Do you, do oh, you I did that to my cats. Memories? Oh, really? My cat's better at playing, like, the stand-up bass, yeah. uh, and likes a little guitar. Piano's hard. Oh, drums sweet. are really fun, but they don't like drums. <laughs> no. You do that last before you let them go. For sure. I shouldn't have cats, maybe. But <laughs> I do. <laughs> do you let Jaws look after them? Oh, God, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> room full of dead cats that don't come back to life. Uh, that was the, the plot of cat people, right? Yeah, I think There's so. dead cats that yes. come to life? Okay. Uh, question number four is for Team US. This is a question from episode 75 from a round themed around David Bowie and Prince, Ooh. like most of our rounds are. Uh, here is uh, one of the most famous Prince covers of all time. You don't have to be beautiful to turn me on I just need your body baby from dusk till dawn you don't need experience to turn me uh, alright that was Tom Jones doing Kiss the question is is it good? Now, that was the question back in episode 75. The reluctant conclusion on June 3rd of last year was we just don't know yet. So the question today <laughs> is, do we know? It's good. <laughs> is you it can't good? make Prince bad. Why, Even Tom Jones can't. Why? Why? Because I still want to have sex to that. I, it's I, like every great Prince song. It is like a, yeah, that is like, yeah. I what mean, kind of weird Tom Jones fog machine bullshit sex are you having <laughs> Tom Jones' version of Kiss? Fun. A fog machine you, is a perfectly appropriate addition to the... I don't have a fog machine. If you've got machine. lasers, you need a fog machine. <laughs> yeah. I so. have accidentally had Weird Al come up on my shuffle in amorous occasions, and oops, it still works. Oh, I gotta boy. say. Really? <laughs> if, you, I like giggling during sex. I mean, if yeah. you're comfortable with that other yes. person, it's not like the first time. It's like yes. fun. Yeah, the yeah. first time, that's a little different. Yeah, you shouldn't play I'm that I'm years deep in a relationship. Time. We need... That helps. It yeah. does. Yeah. You're right. Team, team UK, up. your thoughts? 
Um, about whether whether I whether I'd uh, have sex to that song. Yeah, we've modified the question. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, no, that's not what the question was. That isn't the standard I hold songs to, by the way. There's, I have yeah. other ways to measure whether or not music is good in my estimation, but that's one of them. Yeah, it's an important one. Well, there's sex songs. There's driving songs. Sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. Team UK, yeah. we're going to need an answer. I think that that song that cov- the cover is not that bad. I, 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 it didn't do much for me. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah. It, it made me want to listen to the original. Mm-hmm. That's the. I think that's the sign of a bad cover. That's no fair. from Jaws. Yes from Rachel. Yes. Interesting. All right, we're going to close out our final round. Uh, so get your buzz in words ready again because this is this is a toss up. This is one for everybody. This is the very first question that was ever asked on this show. This is when the format was still a little different. Uh, the host was Jesse Thorne. The only writer was Mr. Jordan Morris. Uh, the question is from 2012. Don't worry, it will absolutely be anticlimactic. <laughs> Here's your first question. Daniel Radcliffe, star of the Harry Potter films, recently explained that he was miffed about what? Uh, TBC. Um, yep. Not not being in Harry Potter anymore. No. Oh. You're close-ish. You guys? Uh, uh, oh, uh... The porn version of Harry Potter. That's a good guess. Oh, wow. I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm behind Billy's guess. Uh, well, you're both wrong. Uh, he was miffed about the fact that a Harry Potter movie has never won an Oscar. He says, uh, I don't think the Oscars like commercial films or sounds kids' like, films. Sounds like he's stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stone thing to say. It is. That's a child star thing to say. Yes. Ask yes. Peter Jackson. You get it for the last one, even if the last one isn't as good as the ones before. But they didn't. Didn't they? Is Lord of the Rings got an Oscar. No, but the last no, Harry, Harry Potter didn't. No, Harry Potter didn't. Yeah, yeah. well... It, Maybe Sorry. there are more still to come. I don't think it deserved no, one. No, none of them no. are very good. It didn't deserve one. Oh, Gotta get go. through all that yes. fantastic beast you, bullshit. Maybe there should be an Oscar for like, like a trilogy, like a group of films. Like, mm. what's the best? That's an interesting. That's coming. That's coming. That's That'll be an MTV Movie Award. Before <laughs> oh, that's Oscar, that's right? probably more accurate. Yeah. 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 At the end of round two, the scores are as follows: the UK's got ten, the US has seven. It's still anybody's game, though. Oh, oh, we'll damn be it! Right back with our final round right after this. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the hosts of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile over the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> Hey, welcome back. And so we go to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know it's been as useless as an intelligence document in the White House because the winner of the final round will receive one a million points. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. This final round is a favorite of ours. We like to call it Kill Your Idols. In this game, we ask each team to prove their loyalty to their home nation by taking down something universally loved from the opposing country. So destroy a sacred cow, win one million points, Lose the respect of the rest of the world. Because this is our 100th episode, we decided it was as good a day as any to take down some veritable institutions of comedy. That's why we're going to make you dismantle a classic piece of comedic cinema. Team UK, you're a little bit ahead, so I'm going to have you go first. Putting two minutes on the clock, you will be taking apart the classic American comedy Ghostbusters. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Didn't that just come out a year ago? Well, this is a fun fact. It turns out there is a preboot that came out in 1984 <laughs> starring oh. all men. Uh, it had Bill Murray. It had Ernie Hudson. It had a, a theme song from Ray Parker Jr. And a massive man made out of marshmallow. Team UK, it's time to tell us you ain't afraid of no internet backlash because you have to completely destroy this movie for us. You have two minutes and your time. That starts uh, now. Okay. Uh, Rachel, do you want to start? You said yes. you love this film. Uh, I do, but um, so well for one thing, like far too many threats and villains. Yeah, I mean, Emil, you've got the environmental man. Yeah, you've got and too I, many ghosts. I feel the, the environmental guy is a, is a big problem. In the, the, the one of the main antagonists of the film is just a guy who's asking them to save energy and is going, <laughs> "Can we turn that off? Because we're really causing damage to the world." He's trying to do a good deed, and we're supposed to hate yeah. him. Um, you've got mm. um, Sigourney Weaver being a bit a bit objectified, uh, yeah. and Bill Murray, who obviously we love, but uh, essentially um, being rewarded for being arrogant. And a bit sleazy. Yeah, he sort of tries to tries to seduce her and sexually harass her, and, and then it works. His, his reward is uh, that, she gets possessed. She, yeah. she gets all her free will that, removed. That's by very a American. Yeah, that's, that's not a, only American. That is the secret of Bill Murray's success <laughs> in every role. But keep and going. Slime, Slimer. Uh, barely in it. Barely in it. Yeah, and he's the best bit. <laughs> and um, too many. Um, what are the problems? I mean, uh, uh, I think um, their I th- outfits I think... are all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fashion-wise, I feel like that it came out. It came out just before probably people people decided that sort of snazzy outfits in film were a, were a big selling point, mm-hmm. and it probably came just before that watershed, and everyone went, "Just put them in boiler suits. It's not going to matter. We're not going to try and enfranchise this." And then they went, "Oh, hang on." Now we need to sell boiler suits, and then they were at, at, at a disadvantage. Agree. And Bill... Rick, Rick Moranis's voice is too. Oh, he's great in it. Oh no, we're no, supposed we're to be trashing it. it. Yeah, no, he's rubbish. No, no, <laughs> no. Rick is not funny. No, he's really terrible in it. Um, uh, it's. I, I don't feel it's very clear who, who um, the, the the David Bowie lookalike at the end sort of comes out of nowhere. I feel that's been um, kind of uh, you, you're thrown Ram-rodded into. In. Yeah. Um, oh. Is that is that two minutes? No, I think you still got. Oh, all right, sorry. Got ten I heard seconds, a, I heard a, and I, I heard really want you to take uh, take down the theme song. Right. Oh, the, well, the theme song stolen from Huey Lewis and the News. Nice. It's, it's um, I forget the song, but Huey Lewis and the News did a song with exactly yeah. the same tune, exactly the same riff, and yep. Ray Parker Jr. stole it. Uh, Your time is up, and I will tell you, it was ah. the uh, it was the twelve inch remix of "I Want a New Drug." Right. Oh. Uh, Ray Parker right. Jr. just uh, stole completely. Uh, went to court and lost. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. I was not uh, a huge fan of Ghostbusters to begin with. To. Now I hate it. Good job, Team UK. Ruined my adulthood. I didn't know there was one in the 80s. You didn't know that? No, I just okay. <laughs> All right, Team US, you have two minutes to smear, slander, and slam the height of British silliness, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Before Eric got greedy, before John Cleese kept banging on about his divorce, a team of idiots at the top of their game using coconuts instead of horses, saying knee more times than should be funny. Team US, I need you to hurt Michael Palin's feelings. Slag the whole thing off. Your time starts now. First of all, it's not the life of Brian, which is. is their, I think, their peak movie. It I think still that's feels fair. like a pro Monty Python statement. I'm going to get me there. You well. know, coconut horses are just because you can't afford real horses. Thank you. I don't care if it's funny. Your props budget it's was funny appalling. W- and it's also funny once. It's you not spent, funny every time. It is not funny every time. No. You spent all of your money on a giant rabbit that's in there for one bit. You're trying mm-hmm. to make a castle look like ten different castles. Like, don't buy it. There's one castle in that movie, and they just keep showing up to it from different angles. Oh. There's a... Uh, 
you, what do you get? You get insults about elderberries? I'm sorry. Elderberries smell delicious. If your father smelled of elderberries, your dad smelled great. And uh, it's that it, they're using that repetitive trick where, like, we just keep doing it over and over again. It'll be funny every time and it'll stop being funny. No, yep. that's just lazy writing. I don't like it when American like, comedians just, do it. Oh, I hate it. Only we do it with worse things. Yes. Uh, I, there's. I mean, a questionable religious background. Is it really grounded in any kind of biblical text? I don't think so. How holy could that grail be? It's not got any basis in fact. I no, don't care. I can't no, see it. no, no. I, it's uh, you, you got you got plot holes all over the place. All of a sudden, they, they're just wandering through the forest, and then there's a cave with a rabbit in it. Another gag pulled out of a no-budget moment. It does feel like like here's the thing: like we are Monty Python. There's nothing else in Britain, so. <laughs> <laughs> There's so we're just gonna we're gonna do some drugs and we're gonna do we're gonna make a movie because some rock and roll people said we're fun to hang out with right so yes there's a ton of holes it's not a complete movie and if you're on drugs yeah it's great because you don't have to fully pay attention it's super fun to spend most of your budget if you have three months to make a movie uh, just spend most of the budget on you know bottles of tasty wine and, and skipping off to France for a few days and then come back and in three days write and make a movie in one field with one castle and it all your friends does feel like a hey like a 48 hour film festival like but they they have yes. more people that's <laughs> yes. what it is right. <laughs> your time is up your time is up and I feel like I was just on like a film like th- there was some deep film criticism happening I feel like yeah. we were on like linoleum knife we'll or something all of a sudden. <laughs> you guys got really into it. I want to personally it. thank Eric Idle for inviting me to his home and mm-hmm. uh, his home in France last year. Thanks, Eric. Sorry, sorry, no, Eric. I don't. Sorry, that true? that's true. That's... I felt bad. Only uh, not really. I, I want to go. I know. <laughs> I still like those dudes. Like that was not easy to do. Was no, I know of that. It was <laughs> the it whole time. Makes I'm you like, so happy. Am I ruining my career right now? Yeah, no. <laughs> I know, right? They're not listening. Uh, <laughs> let you me, were so persuasive. Uh, That's one of my favorite films. And yeah, you've managed to end, make me so hate like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, did? Yeah, you, you made some decent points there. Thank let you. me just tally up the million points. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to allocate them in such a way that it makes a, a tie. I'm okay. feeling generous. Aww. It's our 100th episode. I got, <laughs> I got I like love that. in my heart. Both our countries are a little down on our luck right now, so let's fucking be nice. Yeah. Congratulations, right. everybody. We're the Aww. best countries in the world. That's we did right. it. Well done, guys. We did it. God damn it. Also, Holy Grail, you're, you are a great movie. Yeah. It is and great. So great movie. Movie. And so is Ghostbusters. I still like I Life of Brian. Brian. I like Life of Brian better than Holy Grail. But... That's fair. That's well, fair. thanks thanks for that little little uh, tidbit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <before> we finish... <laughs> Just wanted to get it in there. No, I appreciate it. Not many people say that. All right. Before we finish, do you have anything that you want to plug and then to offset the ego karma something that someone else did that you want to bring the attention of the entire world, including all of the original Monty Python members who are still living, uh, too. I do. If you're here in Los Angeles, I do a show every Tuesday night. Dave mentioned it at the top. It's called Crab Apples. It's yep. me and Bobcat Goldthwait goofing off with all our friends. I really, really love it. That's super fun. Uh, and it we love fun. you when you show up. So come show up. Uh, tickets are eight bucks. High fives are free. Uh, as far as something that everybody everywhere can get, can I? I am head over heels in love with Angie Tribeca. It is ah. a TBS show. It is so silly. It's a very slapsticky, uh, kind of wacky humor. Lots of silly wordplay, lots of stupid jokes, but it's so tight and so well done. It's a love letter to things like Naked Gun and Airplane, and I cannot get enough of it. It Great. is so much fun. Awesome. It's good to know. Billy Wayne. I am going out on tour in the United States. Uh, uh, I'm doing a couple shows with Ron Funches on my tour. Woo. Oh, love him. Uh, yeah, that's, we're going to be Skittles. in Atlanta and... Nashville, June 23rd and 24th. And then I'm just go to Billy Wayne Davis. If you Google Billy Wayne Davis, that's all that stuff comes up. Um, I have a record out on Third Man Records, which is Jack Watts' record. It's live at Third Man. I'm very, nice. very proud of that because yeah, it was just, it, should be. it came out one, you have one shot to do it. 
I didn't think about that until afterwards. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and afterwards, I was like, whew, glad that went well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of it. It's on iTunes or you can get the vinyl at thirdmanstore.com. And the thing I'm really into right now that I want more people to be, there's this cat out of Nashville named Skyway Man. His name's James Wallace. Okay. Don't let uh, Jaws be in charge of him. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. He's His not name a is? cat. I got you. <laughs> uh, Skyway Man is the name of the record. And it is one of the best things I've heard in a long time. Like, it's just musically, it's just all over the place. But it it's just wonderful. And it all it's stuff that shouldn't go together. Yep. And then the way he puts it together, you, I'll just listen to it over and over again. It's very pleasant. And it's called Skyway Man. It's a, it's a guy named James Wallace is, uh-huh. the, is the guy. I just saw him at a show. And I was like, who is this guy? And they're like, well, he's got a record coming out. And then I knew people that were working on it. And it was right. just... So check that out, please. Okay. He's worth your time. Done. Jaws Norris. Hello. Uh, I'm Hello. doing a, a show at the Edinburgh Fringe this year. Uh, it's called The Incredible Jaws Norris Locks Himself Inside His Own Show, Then Escapes Against All the Odds, uh, with two exclamation <laughs> marks. Uh, and that's in Edinburgh. If, you, if anybody listening goes up to the Fringe, then you can come and see that. It's at 7.30 every day. Uh, and if people want to see something that they can't see in a specific place, I've also got a few short films that are coming out between now and next year. So if you go on josnorris.co.uk, you can see a couple of uh, silly short films that I've made this year. Uh, and in terms of uh, plugging another thing, um, I'm going to plug a, uh, a sort of a London-based uh, alternative comedy night called Laugh Out London. It's one of my favourite gigs in in the UK, actually. They've just branched out to Leicester and they do Laugh Out Leicester now as well. And they always put on great lineups and really great shows. Uh, I recommend it. If you're in the UK and you like watching interesting live comedy, then definitely look them up. They're fantastic. Great. Thank you, Josh. Thanks. Paris. Uh, I'm also doing the Edinburgh Fringe and loads of previews in advance of that in London and around the country. Um, my show's called Keynote, uh, and it's a comedy, musical comedy and character comedy and stand-up. Um, so go to rachelparis.com for details. Um, and for something I would recommend, also some live comedy, because we love the live comedy in London, um, it's a night called Always Be Comedy. Um, on every month and in different places all around London, and it's my favourite night to perform at, and they have amazing lineups. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Great. I'm Dave Holmes. I'm on Twitter, at Dave Holmes. Uh, the paperback of uh, my book, Party of One, comes out on June 6th. There's bonus material. Get it! Uh, and also, I guess I would uh, like to bring the world's attention to the fact that uh, Coronation Street is back on BritBox. <laughs> Yay! David hasn't figured out that uh, Shona is uh, is the, the mother of the, the guy that uh, killed Kylie. We're all on the edge of our seats. I just scooted right up now. to the edge of my seat for I that. Did. Yeah. All right, Caitlin Gill, Billy Wayne Davis, Rachel Paris, Jaws Norris, thank you for playing International Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye, Bye. smooches. Goodbye. You've been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing with Caitlin Gill, Billy Wayne Davis, Rachel Paris, Jaws Norris. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. Thanks to Cal Shao and to Note Lever for the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already done that, why don't you do it now? Take out a moment. It just takes a second. And it helps get the word out to new listeners, and it will warm your heart uh, from the inside. Uh, the show was recorded at Guilfree Post in London by John Purcell Shackleton and at Max Fun HQ in Los Angeles. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas, Jennifer Marmer, and Laura Swisher. Bye!
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.